Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 21- Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in. Scrub a dub dub. We're scrubbing on a different day today. Um, this is the day before Jingle Ball. And um, I am laughing because so I had to get to the venue early because they just have us come early. Right. So I told Red Star, I was like, coordinate with Becca. That way you guys can come together. Less cars. Da, 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 da. And he texted me and she and he and he was giving me like the lowdown of what the time you said. And I was like, oh, no, this was a bad idea telling him to go with you because I was like Becca's always late to everything. Well, yeah, that's why. Well, my first question to him was, what time are you wanting to leave? Because I didn't want to make him late if I'm late. (laughs) So I felt like I was being very respectful (laughs) because I was told seven is when it starts, right? Yeah. I lose concept of time because I get get there at three. So like, I don't really know what time anything happens. Well, it's funny because it starts at 7.30, but you're probably told 7 because you're never on time for anything. No, I was told 7 because they want photos of me and Tanya together. So I was like planning my time was to get there at 7. What they should have done was told me to get there at 6.30. That would have been the most effective thing. But um, yeah, like before I even committed to writing with him, I was like, I don't know timing, so I don't want to screw you over. He's like, let me talk to Tanya and I'll get back to you. So listen, I'm going to try my best, but I don't want to. I know I forgot about your chronic problem when I suggested you guys go together until I got involved, until I heard the details. And I was like, maybe you just drive yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was very kind of him to ask, but. Yeah, I don't want traffic's going to be, gonna be awful. Yeah. And there's COVID protocols to get in. So you really need to give yourself a lot of time. Yeah. And it's yeah. cute to like go like in a car with people, you know, like you can listen to some music on the way, windows down. Like leave mm-hmm. an hour before you're currently thinking about leaving. 
an hour before? Well, because like, mm-hmm. I think people are like, well, let's see. The forum is about an hour from here. So if I need to be there at seven, I'll leave at six. But that's a terrible idea because you'll never make it. And you'll probably miss the first half hour of the show. You should leave at five. Yeah. I'm with Mark. Well, I'm going to have to rearrange everything then. I'm leaving at one to be there by three. <laughs> okay. Well, that's ambitious. <laughs> and that's before no one else traffic. is having to yeah. be there at three. Oh, yeah, that's true. Friday traffic. Okay, well, anyways, I just had a therapy session talking about my chronic lateness oh, and this is very fear timely. of committing to time. So I felt like I handled that the best I could, which was like, hey, I don't know what time you're planning on going. I was told seven and he was like, let me ask Tanya. And that was the last I heard. <laughs> but I was not going to inconvenience him with my chronic tardiness. <laughs> I just said your tardiness slipped my mind. I'm actually a very thoughtful, chronically late person because I try to avoid putting anyone else out if I can, except for the person I'm late meeting. That That's per- the person who's normally screwed. Yeah. Thoughtful. But, a thoughtful. But if anyone's like, hey, do you want to ride together? I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't want to ride with me. No, you don't. Forgot. No. Really forgot about that. No. no. Um, so that's exciting. It is exciting. I'm very excited for Jingle Ball. Feels like a reunion of sorts. It does feel like a reunion of sorts. Tanya's not wearing clothes today because she doesn't want to screw up her spray tan. You have clothes on? I have a tube top oh. on. But I yeah. got I got my spray tan. You know, there's I'm juggling a lot of balls right now. You know, there's like a lot of balls. I forgot what it was like to get ready for it show on top of Hanukkah on top of my friend's birthday today it's just like a lot there's like a lot of balls you know balls oh, yeah so I got my spray tan of- last night yeah yeah Tony, describe your stench to us if you could oh so I'm not wearing deodorant and I got a spray tan and if you have ever had a spray tan you know the smell of a spray tan so it's like the mix of the spray tan and the non and the and the bo underneath there it's just it's bad it's a funky smell it's bad for sure i'm gonna have to put deodorant on for hanukkah i feel so blessed and fortunate to not be sitting next to tanya right now (laughs) because we're i'm doing i'm at my place so that's why i didn't fight it when you were like oh i think i'm gonna do it from my house today i just said okay normally i would fight it and be like it's so much better when you're here but i was like you know what it's bad situation will you wear deodorant for jingle ball yeah i'm gonna have to so are not you isn't this all just going backwards you're gonna wear today for hanukkah tomorrow for jingle ball you're just going backwards now you're toxing up your pits again yeah i know i'll just have to detox again and then just kind of keep going from scratch i don't know i feel like it's better to do than not to do you know may i ask what deodorant As, you're going to wear mm. yeah so uh, I'm doing this all natural one. I think it's Tom's. Tom's is great. Yeah. Tom's of Maine. Exactly. Yeah. So why not just stick with that? Why not just go with the all natural deodorant moving forward? Yeah, I will. I'll try. And there's like a crystal somebody sent me to. There's like a, apparently like a crystal rock that you can get. Oh, Lord. And it goes you, under. <laughs> you rub it under your pits? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can order it on Amazon. I have a rock that I use under my pits. It's called soap. <laughs> usually does the trick. No, you put the crystal yeah. on after you get out of the shower. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I saw this TikTok where this guy shaved a potato into the same shape as a bar of soap. <laughs> the girl is like washing her face and he is like dying laughing, filming her, and she's like, What are you doing? And then she's like, why is my soap so weird? That's actually a really he, funny like, April Fool's joke. He can barely get out. Like, he's laughing so hard that he's like, it's a potato. How did he film her, though, without her noticing? Well, she's like, why are you? No, she was like, why are you filming me? Oh, like, okay. what are you doing? And he's like, literally, she's just like going about washing her face. And he's like, wheezing. <laughs> that's so funny (laughs) oh man (laughs) all right tell us about our special guest today oh 
oh, we have a special guest. Her name's McKenna Grace. Um, she we we actually did this interview um, a couple of days ago, and she is just like so impressive. She is such an old soul, and she's done so much at such a short amount of time. And she was so cute and sweet. And she's in the new Ghostbusters movie. Um, which Easton totally geeked out over. So we are going to take a break and we'll be right back with McKenna Grace. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson. And top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving and you can be one of them. Membership is free and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. All right, you guys. So we have a special guest today who has done pretty much everything at 15 years old. We have McKenna Grace. Hello. Thank you for scrubbing in. Hello. I'm like blown away that you're, are you 15 for real? I am. It's a lie. It's a, it's a, 
facade facade i forgot how to say it (laughs) (laughs) i mean you've been in like so many tv shows and films you do music like i guess at what point are you like i've done it all i'm retiring (laughs) oh goodness i don't know i think that i do i want to do this forever (laughs) that's really cool how How old were you when you started acting yeah um i was five it's been about 10 years now which is really fun was that like, were you always the child who was the performer? Like you were always showing off in front of everyone and telling your parents you wanted to do things? Or did your did your parents kind of say like, hey, would you be interested in this? Oh, no, it was definitely me who, um, who was the instigator of wanting to go and do acting. I was like, you know, I was so young. So my parents were like, we kind of, we're not putting you in another <laughs> extracurricular activity because I... I I'm the type of I was the type of little kid who wanted to go and like do everything, explore everything, and I had to be in dance, I had to be in gymnastics, I had to do acting, I had to do all this and that and that. <laughs> and they were like, "No, McKenna, that's crazy. Are you kidding? We're not going to put you in acting." And I was like, <laughs> "You're like that's yes. what I want." And then it just kind of became a thing. So eventually, we got into it, and um, I don't know how it ended up sticking for this long, but I plan on letting it stick for the rest of my life. I love this. I- I I feel like you'll be doing this for basically as long as you want. I think it'll be on your own terms. How did you get your parents to take you seriously? Because I feel like a lot of kids want to do that. You know what I mean? But like, I feel like they have a hard time convincing their parents to let them go that way. Yeah. um, I mean, I think it's less about convincing um, more just because my parents are very supportive of everything that I do. And they always let me make a lot of my own decisions, which is really I'm very grateful for that. Um, I mean, I don't know. It it just kind of happened, really. It it was the really just like dumb luck because we we went into this acting class and my parents were like, "Okay, here you go. Go into an acting class. Go have fun and then find something else you want to do next week. Um, but then the instructors were like, you know, she really loves to do this. And my parents were like, yeah, we told you that. And they were like, yeah, but you see a lot of people, a lot of people say that their kids want to do this, but they're actually kind of, no. Um, and somehow like one of my first auditions that was out in LA, I ended up booking it. And, and that's kind of how we thought it went because it was our first audition for something in LA. We were like, oh, so you just sign your name on and then you get a job. It's that easy. Yeah. <laughs> not it's not but we, we we were just lucky because the things that I did out in LA because I'm from Texas it just kind of stuck we ended up staying out in LA because my dad he we were back and forth from LA all the time and my dad's an orthopedic surgeon so that's like a big uh commitment yeah. so many years of your life goes into that and he was like you know I'll just apply to something out in LA see if I get it only two out of mom how many is it what were the things? Two out of how many doctors? Two out of 600 people that applied were going to get in. My dad was like, you know, I'll just apply, see if it works. And he was one of the two that got in. So wow. everything that's um, kind of led up to this, we've worked so hard, but it, it just kind of our start out was really lucky. Yeah, you had that like first experience where you were like, wow, this is so easy. I can do this like, if this is all it takes to book a role, then, like, we've really made the right decision. Yeah, it's not that easy, but <laughs> I'm, I'm very thankful for and that. And the no's came. <laughs> yeah, and then all of the no's and the, and the shutting doors yeah. came in. But, you know, I'm, I'm very pleased with where I, where I am right now, and I'm really thankful for everything that's happened this far in my career. Well, as someone who, like, your age range, you're, you've experienced so much and been a part of so many things and worked with so many incredible people. And then a lot of people your age, they're in high school or their main focus is TikTok. And it's like, you've kind of like, you're almost, do you feel like you have a hard time connecting with people your age just because you, you've grown up in such a different environment and industry? Um, not really. I feel like a lot of my friends also come from the same, uh, industry yeah as I do because of the fact that I don't I've never really gone to regular school or anything I've been homeschooled my entire life so it is a little bit harder for me to uh, meet kids my age considering that I work with a lot 
lot of adults. Yeah. But it's quite nice because um, I am friends with a lot of other kids who, who do the same thing as I do. So it's, it's nice because it's a nice supportive, like um, building each other up kind of system whenever we go out for stuff and book projects. We're all always excited for each other. But um, yeah, no, I don't feel that I have a hard time connecting with other uh, kids, teens. I don't know what to say. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm kind well, of it makes that, sense. Uh, in between part where I'm like, do I to like consider my friends and I like kids or teenagers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's quite nice. And, and I like to go to places like the skate park and stuff and I'll meet friends there and, you know. Yeah, I feel like finding people that are in the same industry, you all understand like the the highs and the lows and all the in-betweens of being um, in this weird place because Los Angeles isn't like it's such a bubble and it's such a, a, a unique experience living here that only people who have been here can really relate to and especially yeah. being in movies and also music. Like when did you... did start writing music and performing music how long have you been doing that um well i've been playing ukulele for what like four years now um i've been teaching myself for the past four years and whenever i got it i wrote like two songs that were that were okay whenever i was 11 but then besides that i kind of just learned how to play um and I mean, over the past year, year and a half, everything's been really complicated and crazy. Yeah. So I kind of found a really nice uh, therapeutic <laughs> emotional outlet in music. So I've been writing a ton over the past, like, it was kind of the pandemic that kickstarted my writing uh, songs and music because so much happened um, during then. You know, I feel like everybody went through a really rough time and um, I definitely don't exclude myself from that. Uh from the, from the rough time that everybody went through so yeah yeah I just kind of wrote a lot about what was going on uh in my personal life so all of my songs are so personal in a way that I feel like people won't realize unless you're like my immediate close friends or family uh you'll hear it and you'll be like oh my god yeah I know exactly what was happening whenever she wrote that it's like a nice little t time capsule I think I have that in like my Spotify bio is that each of the songs are kind of like a little time capsule of what I was going through at the time I can exactly pinpoint oh that's that that's yeah <laughs> Those specific feelings of, I mean, I think we all experience kind of a what are we doing right now during the pandemic? And like, mm -hmm. um, I think everyone kind of figured out maybe they had other passions or new outlets of ways of creating. And um, your song's amazing. I was listening to it this morning. It's called Haunted House. And it's actually at the end credits of the Ghostbusters movie, right? Isn't that so crazy? I don't yeah. know how that ended up happening. Is that just like wild? <laughs> it's crazy. And you're, I mean, you're in the movie. Easton saw it last night. So he's so excited to, he's like geeking out over this right now. <laughs> you're, you're the star of the movie. Like that's your movie. And I, I, I just have one, one nerdy question. I, I loved it. I loved it so much. And uh, this isn't giving anything away. It's in the trailer, but there's a part where you're like cruising through the town in the car and you're in like this, like, extendable seat that comes out and you're just like cranking off laser beams with the with the proton pack at this town just tearing up this small village <laughs> and i'm just like standing up in the theater cheering it's so cool how did it feel I, I know it's a prop it's probably not like it's not the real thing but like how did it feel to put that proton pack on when you're staying out there in the field shooting at the at the bottles how did it feel to hold that thing was it super heavy uh what was going through your mind when you strapped it on <laughs> no i mean it, it, it was crazy i mean i don't even know what was going through my mind uh I, nothing because i just blanked i was so excited um no but yeah uh it is the real thing honestly it's it's like you put that on and all of a sudden you're like in a different world it's crazy especially being a fan of the original franchise uh getting to put on the proton pack and and shoot it it of course like the special effects and the yeah. laser views and everything weren't there but you still felt it and you're like oh this is gonna look so cool and going back behind the monitor and looking at yourself just like yeah you're like who is thing. that <laughs> so cool i mean it, it was the most exciting experience wild i mean we had so many scenes that were actually like there's huge plot points that were actually cut from the film um yeah oh. like the film is 
Uh, no. <laughs> and so um, it's really funny to see because I remember we had this whole sequence that we had shot where I was dragging the proton pack through like these wheat fields and I was shooting it on my own. And that was so fun to shoot. Oh, are, are you... Are they going to do a new generation of Ghostbusters? Are we going to see more of Phoebe uh, trapping ghosts? What's going to happen? Fingers crossed. No. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'd love to get that call. Um, so, I mean, my fingers are crossed. Let's hope. What was the I, process? What did you do when you found out that your song was going to be in the end credits? Because you've already, I'm assuming you filmed the movie. All of that was done. And then you find out that your song is going to be... Uh, like another part of the movie like what was the call like what did you do when they told you that that happened honestly like a month before the film was supposed to come out whoa or less yeah that was really recent so it's still I'm still like wrapping my mind around it uh that was really really recent like I wrote that song back in what March of this year and um I finally got it produced I feel like right as summer was ending was whenever I got it produced. I'd written it a while ago and I tried to get some other people to produce it, but I had never really gotten it. I don't know. Nobody seems to be able to get the exact feel I was going for with the song. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I worked with a lot of really talented producers, but nobody could like, I don't know. There was always something missing with that song because I knew how I wanted it to sound, but I didn't like know exactly the specifics. I just knew that it was missing something. And so I'm really lucky to be able to have worked with my producer, um, Nathaniel Mott. Motti, I, I always am iffy with how to pronounce his last name, but he was in <laughs> Van 303 and he's so talented and he just nailed it on the first try. And, and I sent it to Jason Reitman. And I was like, hey, would you want to direct this music video? Uh, cause you know, you, you've had like a big impact on my acting yeah. career and I feel like it's quite fitting a song called Haunted House and the director of Ghostbusters. And, um, he was like, I'd love to, but unfortunately I'm so busy. I would be able to direct it like January, December, but I, I know that that's kind of hard for your schedule. And I was like, it's totally fine. Thank you so much for considering. And he oh, called that's me, really cool. he called me the next day and I was like, oh my God, why is Jason Reitman calling me? <laughs> Why, 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 Jason Ryan just calling me out of the blue. And I was so nervous. I was like, what did I do? What's going on? Oh my gosh, news about Ghostbusters. And he was like, hey, Kenny, I've been listening to your song a ton. I can't, I can't stop listening to it. It's been in my head. And I was like, okay. And he was like, can I, I just wanted to call you to see, I'm in the editing room right now. And I just wanted to see if it was okay with you. Do you think that I could try putting your song in the end credits of the film? And I was like, <laughs> if it's okay with me. Sure, it is more than okay with me. Please, I would love that. You're like, please, yes, go, go right ahead. Do what you will with it. It's yours now, and um, and then and then it's just like that. Ah, ta da! Most and of the you, cast, it's not easy. I, just um, easy. All of the cast didn't know that I had the song in the film. Like it was something so random. Whenever we were at the premiere, I was talking to Mr. Paul Rudd, and I was like, "Oh, I have a song in the end credits," and he was like. You do? That's like, what? Speaking of Mr. Paul Rudd, he is people's sexiest man alive. Sexiest man alive. Yeah. No, and I like feel like they finally got it right this year. Is he like that really awesome, fun-loving guy in real life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's great. He He's like such a kind person. And it's really cool to be able to work with someone who's so well known and who you've watched a lot of their stuff and them to be kind like you'd hope and expect. Because it's always the worst whenever you meet someone and they're like not as nice as you'd hoped. But but Mr. Paul, Wright, yeah, he's exactly what you'd expect. He's just like this really funny, kind guy. Wow. I love to hear that. I do too. Um, so... Ghostbuster Afterlife is out now. It's in theaters. Where can people find you and follow you? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of <laughs> on the social media things. You know, I have a YouTube where I'm probably going to be uploading like my music videos and such. Uh, that'll be a lot for music, which is exciting. Uh, so that's just McKenna Grace. I have TikTok, uh, which is just kind of for fun. Instagram, Twitter, you know, all the things. I'm either on there as McKenna Grace or McKenna Graceful. <laughs> Perfect. That's so great. Also, I wanted to let you know, so you play Phoebe in the Ghostbusters movie. And I, this is my Phoebe. Aww, oh, the little muffin. <laughs> yeah, this is Phoebe. Phoebe! <laughs> Her ears just perked up. I know, I think she could hear you. 
<laughs> yeah, so maybe her and your little sweater guy, guy, your little man in a sweater. Hey, Gizmo! Gizmo! <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> is that Gizmo like the gremlins? Uh-huh. But his full name is Gizmo Freestack Benjamin Cheese with Chicken Nugget Freaky Bad Boy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I get that. Look, Phoebe, that's Gizmo. She won't wear clothes, so unfortunately, she is only in her fur, <laughs> naked. Gizmo will wear clothes, though, sometimes he protests. I think he's pouting in this one. Yeah, he's like, I hate it here. But he Thank you for uh, joining us and scrubbing in and talking with us. Congratulations on everything. I feel like we're going to be hearing about you for many, many years to come. I'm so happy for you. Thank you so much for having me. This was Yeah, thank you for taking the time. Oh, thank you guys so much. Ah! All right, bye, McKenna. (laughs) That's so cool. Bye. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it. And I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 
21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes, 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female-founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. All right. She's so cute. I don't remember being that poised at her age or even now. I don't think I'm that poised. Do you feel that way, Tanya? Tanya, are you okay today? No, like, honestly, are you? Did you take an edible or something? Like, you're off right now. <laughs> I think I like Tanya. I think I might switch it. <laughs> That's not my name. Neither is Tanya. Well, Tanya is more my name Ta- than Tanya. What about Tatiana? Did you take an edible? <laughs> something something's uh, off with you today what's going on do you mean <laughs> what i'm talking about something's off with you today like you're either on an edible or like your melatonin hasn't knocked out no it's 12 okay first of all it's 12 45 in the afternoon i have not taken an edible <laughs> have you smoking something i don't smoke smoking smoking <laughs> Tanya. So what? Do you ever <laughs> Do you ever um have you ever in your life had bologna? I was just thinking like <laughs> Have you ever you are- You're right, Tanya. Tanya, I'm with you now. Becca Clearly is on something going on. Yeah, what is going on? Tell us. Did you take I, mushrooms? I, I No, I've never taken mushrooms. I'm literally asking. I was just thinking have I, I did ever think eaten about this. Bologna? Yeah, because I feel like bologna is not a meat that you would ever try. Yeah, I have had bologna when I was a kid. Not as okay, an adult. But not since then. Mortadella is kind of like an adult bologna, which I enjoy time to time. What is that? Uh, I think it's an Italian bologna. Mm. It's pretty good. I love bologna. Man, oh man. Growing up in Wisconsin, we had a lot of bologna. Wouldn't eat it today. Well, maybe right. I would. A little bit. I think I would. I think I would. I've never had it. Really? Well, my favorite snack growing up, this is true, it was just two pieces of Wonder Bread, two pieces of bologna. Yeah. Slapped together. Yeah, just bologna bam. was good back in the day. You should mm. try mortadella. It's the adult version. Well, I mean, I could just have bologna if I wanted bologna. I think it's like a little <laughs> bit not as like synthetic. See, the problem is the nitrates. There's a lot of nitrates in cold cuts, and I'm just okay. bracing for the colon cancer because all I did my entire life till I was about 25 was just cold cuts, cold cuts, cold cuts. Uh, what is that adult bologna called? Mortadella. That is that looked crazier than a snake's armpit. <laughs> it does look pretty crazy. There's like other stuff in it. <laughs> like I don't know. Like it looks Ew. like there's nuts in it and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's delicious. Isn't it? Yeah, like snakes good. don't even have armpits. <laughs> <laughs> something. You're not telling us something. Like okay. literally. Were you put under last night? Do you have a fever? Yeah. No. Are you sick? No. <laughs> I'm. All right. All right. Um. Okay. So I think we have an email. Yeah, yeah sure. sure do. Uh, Lindsay writes us and says, my husband and I currently live with my in-laws because of some financial issues from COVID. I'm due any day now with a baby. Yeah, we kind of got that. Anyway, I'm so thankful that they allowed us to stay here. I have not had an argument with them in the eight years I've known them. Recently, my mother-in-law has been making small comments to my husband that make it seem like I'm an issue. She's huge on toxic positivity. Everything is, it could be worse. You should be grateful. It could be this. It could be that. But when it's her own problems, the world needs to stop to fix it. It's the little comments over time that are driving me crazy. I'm nervous about all this because when we have the baby, I don't want her comments to make my husband feel like he needs to agree with her and ignore what I have to say. I have no relationship with my own family. I was in foster care. So I know that sometimes I don't get the things that parents do. Should I mention how I'm feeling to my husband or should I just bite my tongue and ignore her? That's so tough. Well, I I think you should be able to 
confide in your husband for sure. Like, I definitely think you could have a conversation and not even, you know, just explain where you're coming from. Like, hey, I don't really have a relationship with my parents, so I don't know if I'm missing something here, but... um I, I think if anyone, you should feel comfortable talking to your husband about it. And then, you know, maybe he can have that com- conversation, but it's complicated because you're staying in their home. I think, though, too, that like you can never stop somebody from having an opinion or sharing their opinion, especially if it's family. I think what you and your husband need to kind of come together as a team and just say, if his mom gives you any direction or says you should be doing something a certain way, you can be respectful and just be like, we appreciate what you're saying, but we're going to do it this way. We want to do it this way. We're going to do it this way and kind of keep putting your foot down and acknowledging, like, don't be rude about it. Just say, thank you so much, but we're going to do it this way. And just kind of keep doing that over and over and again. And hopefully she'll get the picture. Um, But I mean, I feel like even if you tell your husband to have a conversation with her, it's only going to go so far because, you know, Parents are kind of stuck in their ways. They're not going to change. So you have to just adapt and come to it as a team together. There's always a tug of war between the mom and the wife. It's a very interesting and fraught relationship that I've been fascinated by forever because the mom always thinks she knows best. The wife always thinks she knows best. And then there's the element that I've mentioned before where the mom thinks her son walks on water and the wife knows all the reasons he doesn't walk on water. And it just creates conflict. So I, I do think this is troubling. And I think a lot of new moms go through this with their mother-in-law. I don't know. I want you to get out of there. I don't know that, that, that apparently that's not feasible anytime soon, but it's going to be easier when you can. But you've just got to create some boundaries and he's got to help you do that. That's great advice. I was going to say, I mean, the ideal situation is not living there anymore. But right. if if you are there, I think boundaries are really important here. And also just try not to be too bothered because she's going to make comments that make it seem like you're not a good mom and you don't know what you're doing. And, that, and that's going to hurt and that's going to suck. But also, it's only going to be made worse if you take it that much to heart. If you can let it roll off your back somehow, everything's going to be so much better. I know that's easier said than done. Yeah, but, you but gotta. it's like everybody has an opinion about everything and there's no right and wrong way to do anything really. You know what I mean? Like people raise their children every which way, you know, and mm-hmm. the way that your parent, our parents raised us was a totally different time, you know? And so it's like, you just have to figure out what makes sense for the both of you and what you want to do and kind of, I don't say tune it out, tune it out respectfully and just keep reiterating. We're going to do it this way. We want to do it this way. We're doing it this way. It's tough as parents, and we've been talking about this a lot lately because there is a a, a um, spectrum of strictness in parenting. You know, like we are stricter than some of our kids' parents, some of our kids' friends' parents. We are right. not nearly as strict as some of their other friends' parents. That's good to be in the middle. It's good to be in the middle. We're probably a little bit on the stricter side than the middle, but we're not at, we're not at the ends, which is good. But it always creates something like, well, how come they get to do that? And how come this kid gets to do that? And then there's the other side of it, which is like, oh my gosh, she won't even let her do that. You know, that sort of thing. It's just, it's tough. You just got to do what you think is best and try to keep your kids as safe as possible. That's all any of us can do. Yeah. There's no mm-hmm. right or wrong to anything. I learned that in therapy this year. And that was like breakthrough moment for me mm. because my question for everything was, is it right? Is it right that we're doing this? Is it right? Should we not be doing this? And it's like, there's no should or shouldn't. It's however you want to, however you're comfortable and whatever feels good to you. And I was like, unless it's like murder or something. (laughs) You are on glue. (laughs) No, but like, right? Like, aren't there, there has to be consequences for things, right? I'm talking more just like relationship, parenting. You're talking about how you feel and like how you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go murder somebody anytime soon. Becca's hot take is that it's wrong to murder. Yeah. Yeah, my hot take is that there is right and wrong when it comes to (laughs) murder. Yes. Uh, Let me rephrase. Tony's right, though. There is no right and wrong in terms of relationships and how slow or how fast or how you should be doing things or shouldn't be doing things. Sure. And parenting and how you raise your kids. And of course there's abuse, but there's also like, you know, Alicia Silverstone chewing her kids food and spit it into their mouth. You know, okay, fine. You know, do do if you want to pierce your kids ears and when they're a baby, pierce their ears. It's fine. Right. Everyone's so judgy, judgy, judgy all the time. All the time. And the way they do it is the right way and the only way. And it's like, yeah, they're like, oh, you're messing up your kids. Yeah, we all are. 
Oh, sorry. Right. It's just going to happen. <laughs> We're trying our best here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I feel like that was great advice, Mark. Set boundaries and get out of there when you can. So was mine. <laughs> Your advice was great too, Tanya. Thank you, Becca. Becca needs Tanya. a nap. Tanya. Becca needs a nap. <laughs> Becca. I, yeah, did you? I do feel. I think I didn't um, sleep last night. No, no, I, well, yeah, because I did something to my back. I felt like I was having like to be hunched over all day yesterday and could barely lay flat on my back. So are you on painkillers? No. That would explain a lot. A lot. I'm not on painkillers. I did not take an edible. I did not take mushrooms. I just simply am in a silly, goofy mood. Okay. All right. I guess that's fair. I actually, so I had a nightmare last night that, um, so I didn't sleep really great, but I had a nightmare that somebody was like trying to kill me. And like the first night I escaped and I didn't get killed. And then the second night I like told a bunch of people because I wanted people to protect me. And then the killer was like, oh, you're going to regret that. And then they got me into a, a room and I didn't know what to do. I was like cornered. And then I woke up in a panic. So I wrote that down. I'm going to talk to my therapist about that. Cause that feels metaphoric. I had a dream that Taylor Swift was over and we were playing running charades, which is like a relay race of charades. And she was really bad at it. And I was like screaming at her like, Taylor, get it together. Come on. And she was like <laughs> laughing. But I was so upset that she was that we were losing because of her. And everyone was like, Becca, don't yell. It's Taylor Swift. And I was like, I don't care. She's losing the game for us. So, so competitive. I'll talk to my therapist about that next week. Yeah. <laughs> Tough. All right, gang. It's time for us to say farewell. Like they do in the movies. Adieu. To they you do, and you and you. And to you, Tanya. I need whatever Tatiana. she's on. <laughs> like, literally, I need that right now because I'm so stressed. <laughs> I need to like loosen the goose. <laughs> After this wraps, you're giving me whatever you're on. <laughs> Pop-Tarts. Nothing but Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts with butter. Um, all right, everyone, have a great weekend. I'm sure we'll have lots of stories from Jingle Ball. We'll try to document it on our Instagram. So check us out there. <laughs> <laughs> she just did gun fingers by the way just so check you know. us out there oh my <laughs> um and we will be if back. any listener made it this far in the podcast i love you please dm me if you have made it this far in the podcast because give so, them a secret word they'll just dm you that no, word dm you'll know. me because because everyone always dms tanya dm me i'm sorry i <laughs> thought of it first okay they can dm both of us DM both of us and say the word Tanya Percocet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> say the word Loopy. Loopy. You should say the word Hula Baloo. <laughs> you mean Hula Baloo? Hula Baloo. That's, that's not a word, is it? Hula Baloo yeah. is a word, yeah. What yeah. does that mean? Just like a big to do, like a big, uh, you know. To do list, a big hullabaloo. It's like a big to do, like hullabaloo. <laughs> so that's what they should text. It's spelled H U L L A. No, what they should text is "Is Becca okay?" That's a good one. Okay, well, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. And we'll end with that. And text me or message me baloney. Oh, baloney's a good one. See, we've given him too many now. No, is Becca okay? Baloney. Is Becca okay? Baloney. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Have a great week. Love you. Love Bye. you. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds infused tequila.
Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes, at Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's Better, H-E-L-P, Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.